0: Welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Welcome back to another edition of the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z for your Tuesday, the eighth day of March 2022. It is happening, my friends, whether we like it or not. Gasoline prices are now the most expensive. In the history of the United States of America. You heard me correctly. The USA Today newspaper, which I usually use to line the bottom of the litter box, now reports gas prices are now the most expensive in U.S. history, breaking records from 2008. Jordan Mendoza penned this piece, and I'm pretty sure Jordan Mendoza was in pain having to write the fact that gasoline prices are now the highest in history ever in this country, thanks to Joe Biden and his economic policies and his international policies. Gropey Joe can try to blame all of this on the Ukraine, but just remember, a while back, the administration was saying, we only get about 10% of our oil from Russian interests. So it's no big deal. Now, suddenly, it is the big deal, according to the Biden administration. Oh, it's a Russian problem. Russia, Russia, Russia. Ukraine, eh, it's not Joe Biden's fault. No siree. It's never a Democrat's fault. After days of dramatically rising gas prices, according to this article, in the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the national average for a gallon of gas is now the highest in United States history, breaking a record that stood for nearly 14 years. Do you know who the president was 14 years ago? Do you know who the vice president was 14 years ago? I'll give you a hint. The president was the first Black and American 13% double A hyphenated hybrid American named Barack Hussein, Barry Sotero, Obama. And the vice president of that time period? That's right. None other than Mr. I hate petroleum himself. Gropey, mopey, dopey. Feeble-minded Joe Biden, your current president. According to this article, as of today, Tuesday morning, March the 8th, 2022, under the so-called leadership of President Joseph R. Biden, the average price of a gallon of regular unleaded fuel in the United States of America is $4.17, according to AAA, and that is an 11 cent per gallon increase from one day earlier. By the way, last week, before all this crap started, the average was $3.60. And guess what? Two years ago, under Donald Trump, it was half of that. Prices were in the $1.40 to $1.60 a gallon range when Donald Trump was president. Oh, but he sent out mean tweets and he had orange skin because of self-tanning. And we don't think that's his real hair. That's why we got rid of him. We made up lies to try and get rid of him. Russian collusion, Ukrainian involvement, hookers peeing on beds, phony Russian dossiers, all those lies, but they really got rid of him because he liked to send mean tweets. The previous national average, by the way, high, the high record, Was set way back on July 17th, 2008, under Barack Hussein Obama and Joe Biden's administration. According to the AAA, that dollar figure was $4.11 per gallon. The cost of diesel for my F 250, for the 18 wheelers delivering goods, products, food, and fuel to their destinations, is also nearing the record of $4.84 which was also set in July of 2008, while Barack Hussein Obama and Joseph R. Biden were the administration in charge of the country. The current average price for one gallon of diesel fuel is more than double what it was in October of 2020. Who was president then? Oh, that's right. The orange man, Donald Trump. The current price for a gallon of diesel average in the United States is $4.75, more than double what it was just a little over a year and a half ago while Donald Trump was your president. Now, the claim, according to this article, is one of the main components in rising fuel costs is the ongoing invasion of Ukraine by Russian armed forces. Sorry, I don't buy that crap. Tom Kloza is the chief global analyst for the Oil Price Information Service, and he told the USA Today in the past that Russia is the second largest oil producer in the world behind the United States. Really? Well, then the United States is the largest oil producer in the world. We should be setting the prices. We should be producing more oil. It's common sense. Oh, it's only common sense to conservatives, to common sense minded thinkers. Since Russia is one of the largest energy suppliers to the world, crude oil prices have risen dramatically. The associated depressed reported a barrel of U.S. crude was up to $119.40 a barrel, while the international standard, known as Brent crude, was sitting at $123.21 per barrel on Monday. The current gasoline price has broken a record, but it is expected to rise as much as $2 a gallon more throughout this calendar year under gropy Joe Biden's presidency. The fuel savings app Gas Buddy. Projects prices will likely average over $4.25 in May and will continue to be well over $4 a gallon all the way through when? Here comes the political rub! Through November, when the midterm elections hit. Hmm. You ever notice how these things seem to be timed around political events? You ever notice how suddenly COVID is no longer in the news? They've quietly backed away, the Democrats have, from all of their draconian mask mandates and vaccine mandates. They have utterly flushed COVID down the proverbial toilet because they've got something else now in the news to take your attention and my attention away from the piss poor job that Grope Joe Biden is doing running this nation into the ground. They're still finding ways to divert your attention away from all of those sick, twisted perverts. Who visited pedophile island. Since they haven't found a way to suicide, she's Lane Maxwell yet. They found a way yet again to divert the American population's attention away from cocaine addict Hunter Biden and his direct, direct involvement in the Ukrainian government and their gas operations. You don't see the correlation? How can you be that blind? Americans have never seen gasoline prices or diesel prices this high, and the pace of the increases is fast and furious, and it shows no sign of slowing down any time in the near future. This combination makes the situation all the more remarkable and intense, and crippling sanctions on Russia, curbing their flow of oil, which reduces the overall supply leading to massive price spikes for gasoline, diesel, jet fuel, heating oil, and more. Patrick D. Hahn, head of petroleum analysis at GasBuddy, made that statement yesterday on Monday. He tweeted on Sunday that chances of a $5 a gallon nationwide average remain a small possibility, as of right now, and as historically is the case, All those poor pukes in wonderful West Coast California have the most expensive prices in the country. In the state of California, the average price of a gallon of unleaded fuel on Tuesday was $5.44 per gallon, with some fuel stations reporting premium-grade fuel at a high of $7.58 per gallon. Gas stations in Los Angeles and San Francisco are reportedly selling regular unleaded fuel for $6 to $7 per gallon. 140 miles south of San Francisco on the coast sits the city of Gorda, which means fat. The station was charging $7.59 a gallon for regular unleaded. And as of Tuesday morning, five states in the United States had an average under $3.80 per gallon. The cheapest state to get gasoline right now is Oklahoma at $3.71 per gallon. You really need to feel sorry for everyone in America. For gropy Joe Biden's policies, shutting down energy exploration and drilling, have crippled this nation. Crippled it. You think there's not a trickle-down effect, Mr. Biden? No one's buying RVs now, are they? No one's buying big gas-guzzling pickup trucks now, are they, gropy Joe? Which means those facilities manufacturing those items will probably start laying off people. Ooh, that's not good. All these layoffs just a few months before the midterm elections? Can't bode well for those Democrats in power. Unless, of course, their buddies in the media continue to try and blame everyone but Joe Biden for the disaster that is the Joe Biden presidency. So here in Newsweek, Patricia McKnight writes... Is Biden administration blaming Putin for gas prices? Jen P. Psaki sets the record straight. For those of you new to the program, I understand she pronounces her name Saki, but it's P S A K I and I choose to mispronounce her name Psaki because it's more appropriate. Little red circle back girl White House press secretary Jen Psaki and Fox News correspondent Peter Doocy duked it out in a tense question and answer round on Monday over who is to blame for the skyrocketing gas prices here in the good old U.S. Peter Ducey told Pisaki, quote, It sounds like you guys are blaming Putin for the increase in gas prices recently, but weren't gas prices going up anyway because of post-pandemic supply chain issues? Pisaki then cited some analysts, stating there was no question that recent gas spikes and anticipated future spikes are a direct result of the invasion of Ukraine. What do you mean? There's no question of it. Peter Doocy just questioned it. Half of the American people, if not more than half, are questioning this. You know, I I could do this justice, but I think it's better to hear it from the little red-haired horse's mouth directly. This is good stuff, and I love watching Democrats squirm and lie and make up false stories. Here is Peter Ducey at the White House press conference speaking to Little Red, who, by the way, is looking more and more ragged by the day. It sounds like you guys are blaming Putin for the increase in gas prices recently, but weren't gas prices going up anyway because of post-pandemic supply chain issues?
1: Well, I, I think there's no question that, as we have seen, and outside analysts have conveyed this as well, the increase in the anticipated continued increase, which is, I think, what some of your colleagues were asking about, that that is a, a direct result of uh, the invasion of Ukraine, and also there was an anticipation of that uh, that was that uh, was uh, was factored in as gas prices have gone up. So, so
0: here's the next piece. Peter Ducey asked a question. Were not prices already on the rise months before Vladimir Putin invaded the Ukraine? Why are you trying to blame it all on Vladimir Putin when it's clear and obvious that your administration's policies caused the problem? So she hemmed and hawed and uh, uh, um, um, ummed, tried to make up a somewhat credible answer, which I've already debunked, and then the exchange continued... So you say that you're going to do everything that you can to reduce the impact that high gas prices have on Americans. Uh, we're asking other countries to think about maybe pumping more oil. Why not just do it here?
1: Well, to be very clear, federal policies are not immo- uh, limiting the supplies of oil and gas to the. Eh,
0: wrong. Federal policies enacted by Gropy Joe Biden on day one have directly, as I've reported on this program for the last 13 and a half months since the clown gropey Joe Biden took office, his direct signature on executive orders halting the Keystone Energy XL pipeline, his executive orders limiting drilling and exploration on federal lands and waters, His direct involvement in ceasing all of the operations of drilling and exploration in the Alaska National Wildlife Refuge. Not to mention his piss-poor handling of the economy in general and allowing millions of illegal trespassing, invading aliens to cross our border and further tax our economy in a negative way. Sorry, I had to interrupt. Let me let it continue.
1: Let me finish, to the con, let me finish. An
0: executive order, his first week that halted new oil and gas. Let me,
1: let me give you, let me give you the facts here. And I know that can be inconvenient, but I think they're important in this moment.
0: Let me give you the facts here? She's gonna make up some statistics. You think the facts are important? Why don't you tell us the actual facts?
1: to the contrary, we have uh, the, we have been clear that in the short-term supply must keep up with the demand. We're, we are and here and around the world will we make the shift to a secure, clear, clean energy future. We are one of the largest producers with a strong domestic oil and gas industry. We have actually produced more oil. It is at record numbers, and we will continue to produce more oil. There are 9,000 approved drilling permits that are not being used. So the suggestion that we are not la- allowing companies to drill is
0: inaccurate. The- stop. Stop. There may be 9,000 permits to drill, but in the current climate created by Joe Biden and this false narrative of needing green energy, which we have already seen does not work. I'm all for it if it works, but it does not work. It's not there yet. Mandating All of these electric cars to be put on the road when there is not an infrastructure with which to charge them. And we're still producing the electricity to charge those vehicles using fossil fuels. We have to transition at some point to a cleaner energy. I understand that. But right now, issuing 9,000 lease permits, only 9,000, which is far lower than in the past, issuing 9,000 lease permits to companies who are scared to death to invest millions or billions of dollars when they know that with the stroke of a pen from the feeble fingers of gropey Joe Biden, he could shut it all off again tomorrow. We don't have a climate in this country that is conducive to producing more oil. You guys have scared off the oil and gas industry. You guys have mandated that car companies stop producing gasoline and diesel-powered vehicles and want to only produce electric vehicles. Why would any energy company have a desire to invest billions of dollars in a shrinking market that you and your administration have created? Think about it. Why would you tell a company tomorrow, oh, we want you to start making more harnesses and wagon wheels, We know no one rides horses anymore because we've pretty much put the horses and buggies out of business. So we want you to go ahead right now since all the cars aren't running because we have no gasoline for them, start making a bunch of harnesses and a bunch of horseshoes and a bunch of wagon wheels. And we know six months from now we're not gonna need them, but we want you, the companies, to invest in those products. That's the equivalency, Jen P. Sackey. And you can um and uh and the and him and ha all you want, but the reality is this. Companies like Exxon and Shell and Texaco and Chevron and others are reticent to invest right now because they don't know what you whack jobs on the left are going to do next week.
1: The suggestion that that is what is hindering or preventing gas prices to come down is inaccurate.
0: Would President Biden rescind his executive order that halts new oil and natural gas leases on public lands?
1: Well, 90 percent of them happen on private lands, as I'm sure you know. And
0: and I won't answer the question. I won't say yes or no because, well, that might bind Gropey Joe into doing something. And I can't trust whether or not Gropey Joe would ever say what we're telling him to say. So I'm going to skirt around the question and say, well, 90% of current private lands. That's not the question that the news journalist asked of you, press secretary, Jen Walk-It-Back-Circle-Back-Girl, Little Red Jen p Do not ever expect her or any Democrat to answer a question directly.
1: And there are 9,000 unused approved drilling permits. So I would suggest you ask the oil companies why they're not using those if there's a desire to drill more.
0: In other words, do what you always do, Jen, pass the buck onto someone else. So during that press conference, which I gathered some video and audio content from C-SPAN, another reporter, Asked little red circle back girl, Jen Pisaki, if he could read some comments from people at gas stations about the rising gas prices. Take a listen to this exchange. It's about a minute long. Um, I want to read to you, if I could, Jen, some comments from people we've met at gas stations today. One woman saying, I just never imagined to see the cost of gas be this high. Another said, it's a huge stressor to my financial situation, a huge stressor. It's kind of like something I've stressed about, like, during the day, will I be able to afford gas? How much money do I have? What is the White House, what is the president's message to Americans who are going to the gas station today and seeing prices so
1: high? Well, the president's message is that he's going to do everything we can, everything he can, to reduce the impact on the American people, including uh, the price of gas at the tank. What is also true is that because of the actions of President Putin, because he invaded a sovereign country, that created instability in the markets. That is something the President talked about even before uh, Russia and President Putin moved forward with their actions. Uh, but we have already taken steps. The President has already taken steps. Historic release from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, one that's done in a coordinated fashion. and clearly we will continue to have conversations with large oil producers and suppliers around the world about how to mitigate the impact and and consider domestic options as well.
0: Okay, let me break down what she said. Basically, Joe Biden is tapping our strategic petroleum reserve. That's where we have all of the extra fuel stored in case, I don't know, China or Russia decides to invade our country and we need that strategic petroleum to run our own military so Gopi joe's saying well we got all this gasoline laying around and we're weak we're a sucky nation so let's take it out and put a little bit of fuel back into the system it hasn't reduced prices at all prices today are at record high historically high never before seen high prices sapping and tapping the strategic petroleum reserve has done nothing to stop the prices from going up. And then the key was when little red circle back girl said and president is talking to oil company executives around the world. In other words, he is overseas by phone of course or by Skype or by Microsoft Teams meeting or Zoom begging groveling at the feet of OPEC and other oil-producing countries. Hell, he's even begging Nicolas Maduro, Venezuela's president, begging him. Please, oh please, I look like crap on the world stage. I'm so weak. I'm such a terrible president and shit has gone sideways in a most colossal fashion. Please produce some more oil and put it on the market. That's what's happening, my friends. That is exactly what is happening. Pesach, said, federal policies are not limiting the supplies of oil and gas. She said, let me give you the facts. And she did not speak a single fact. The average price of a gallon of gasoline has broken existing records every day this week. Sunday, Monday, and now today. And guess what, my friends? Gropey Joe Biden was... In the administration, the last time gas was over $4 per gallon on average. This is a dire situation, and it will not improve anytime soon. And it is not Vladimir Putin's fault entirely. Gasoline prices were more than a dollar a gallon higher the day after Joe Biden took office than they were a year before when Donald Trump was your president. Diesel is more than double the price from 2020 in the month of August. That is about a year and a half ago. Think about it. And these idiots get on the television and they make the insulting commentary to try and convince you that it is Vladimir Putin's fault when it is clearly Joe Biden's fault for the year prior to this invasion one year prior to this invasion was when mr biden was inserted into the position of president and camel harris is no better according to the daily mail emily gooden writes harris pushes for green energy as americans face record gas prices vice president camel harris and transportation secretary gay mayor pete on monday pushed a transition to green energy and electric cars as Americans face record high prices at the pump. As gas costs soar and more workers are returning to the office because COVID numbers are falling thanks to herd immunity, President Gropey Joe Biden's administration announced a $3.7 billion boost for public transportation, including investment in a new fleet of electric buses. Now, those electric buses will be charged out of an outlet, which goes to the electric grid, which is primarily sourced through gas, oil, and coal fossil fuels. We're in the midst of a turning point, Camel said. We have the technologies to transition to a zero emission fleet. We can address the climate crisis and grow our economy at the same time, she said. Lying to the cameras. I'll break that down right quick. We're in the midst of a turning point, all right. People are starting to turn their backs on the Biden Harris administration, realizing what a mistake it was to vote for Let's Go, Brandon, to begin with. We have the technology to transition to a zero emission fleet is an outright lie. Because right now, the emissions may not be coming from the tailpipe of an electric bus, but they're belching out of a smokestack at a coal fired power plant supplying the electricity to that electric bus, Cameltoe, The emissions are coming from the smokestacks, the exhaust vents and pipes from a power plant that runs on oil or coal or natural gas. There are emissions being belched out somewhere. And the administration's plan is to beg other countries to ship us oil. And what no one takes into consideration is for every gallon of oil we get from overseas, from Russia, from OPEC, from Venezuela, from Brazil, from other oil-producing countries is their refining processes and their shipping processes are nowhere near as clean as those processes here in the good old USA. Gay Mayor Pete also stressed how money might help the environment. He said, Transit gets riders where they need to be efficiently and affordably with far less pollution to thrive. And it's even good for drivers of cars because it means less congestion and traffic on our roads. And transit is even better when it's clean transit with modern electric buses that don't pollute at all. That's what this jackass said. He doesn't realize because he is inane, ignorant, stupid, uneducated, uninformed to the fact that the electricity that will charge those modern electric buses come from fossil fuel electrical generating stations. Neither official bothered to mention the record high gasoline and diesel prices. AAA reported Sunday, again, the national price on Sunday was $4.9 a gallon. And then on Monday, it jumped another $0.10 cents to $4.10. And now today for 17 an anticipation of $5 per gallon ain't too far off as a national average. The average transaction price, by the way, for an electric vehicle is $56,437, according to Kelly Blue Book. And that is over $10,000 higher than the overall industry average for a gasoline powered vehicle. One lawmaker from the oil rich state of Oklahoma called Harris and Gay Mayor Pete tone deaf. Mark Wayne Mullen is a representative from the great state of Oklahoma. He said, quote, Vice President Kamala Harris and DOT Secretary Pete Buttigieg spent the afternoon promoting electric vehicles and Green New Deal policies. Are you kidding me? The Biden administration could not be more tone deaf. Meanwhile, Jen Psaki says the president is doing everything he can to reduce the impact of gas prices on the American people and then blamed President Putin for the high numbers at the pump. Well, if Biden's doing everything he can to reduce prices and prices are spiking higher and higher and higher, what do you think? I think he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And it's time for him and Camel Toe and Mayor Pete and the rest of the Democrats to admit failure this administration has failed the american people god i can only hope the midterms send the proper message and put some common sense conservatism back into our economy and maybe we can once again try to make america great again that's all the time i have for this edition of the truth hurts program go out there and make it a great day walk when you can bicycle if you have to it's too damned expensive to go out joyriding but it's true, and unfortunately for some people out there, the truth hurts. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. We apologize if you are offended, but we retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Nautics.